People once believed that when someone dies, a crow carries their soul to the land of the dead. But sometimes, just sometimes, the crow could bring that soul back to put the wrong things right. Gasoline, I smell. <laughs> Victims, aren't we all? Welcome, cats and kittens, boys and girls, children of all ages. Is that is that what we're doing? Yeah. I'm going to hit you with the tagline real quick. It can't rain all the time, Torn. <laughs> we're reviewing The Crow, 1994. We're back. Um, I was six. I was nine. Damn, bro. Getting loose. <laughs> Getting loose. <laughs> yeah. Fat kid. Uh, so... I'll even, I'll start it off. This is mm-hmm. gonna. There's gonna be a little rough uh, part when we get into um, a few scenes in this movie. Of course. Um, but for those who haven't seen it, definitely worth a watch. Um, this is Brandon Lee's best movie, and it's tough because his IMDb is very short. Of course. Um, and I mean, now considering he was, he would be fifty six today. I right. mean, in the, do, this do week, we need this to month. get into who Brandon Lee is? Because Brandon Lee is Bruce Lee's yeah, um, Bruce son. Lee's son, Shannon Lee's uh, brother. Yeah, from WMAC Masters. <laughs> but like, they, he was supposed to be the next big thing, technically. To be yes. honest with you, he was like the next incoming big star. He, he, he was handsome. Have you seen his movies outside of this one? I have. W- is this your favorite movie? Of his of the main three, because there's only really three in my mind. Because yeah, his, his list is short. Yeah, Rapid Fire, mm-hmm. which I like, and I think he's playing Japanese in it. By the way, yeah. Uh, no, 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 I don't think he's playing Japanese. I think he's playing Japanese in Showdown in Little Tokyo, Ooh, which I is a fire about that movie. One. That I shit is about fire. That one. Okay, that's my favorite <laughs> that's one. That's my joint right there. That's my favorite one. I haven't seen it in a while, but that's my favorite one. This might be I my go-to. I remember watching though. it when I was younger. This might be my go-to, though. Um, so let's give the synopsis real quick. Mm-hmm. A man is brutally murdered, comes back to life as an undead avenger of his and his fiance's murder. A poetic guitarist, Eric Draven, is brought back to life by a crow a year after he and his fiance are murdered. The crow guides him through the land of the living and leads him to killers. Uh, knife thrower Tintin, uh, dr- drug addict. Wow, should be drug addict, but mm-hmm. someone just said drug addict, which might be a word. Um, fun boy, Carl Buff T Bird, which it makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense that his name would be T Bird. Yeah, T Bird. And the unsophisticated skank. 
Um, one by one, Eric gives the thugs a taste of their own medicine. However, their leader, Top Dollar, a world-class crime lord um, who will dispatch his enemies with a Japanese sword, he does that, and joke about it later, he also does that, will later um, will learn the legend of the crow and the secret of the, vin- the vigilante's invincibility. That's definitely like comic book. Yes. 100%. That's a comic book synopsis. So there are changes to, from the comic book to the movie. So mm-hmm. Top Dollar, he's part of the gang. He's not the leader of the gang. He's a low-level right. guy. Um, outside of Brandon Lee, who I think is 10 on 10 in this movie, he's the second best thing in this movie. Third best is Ernie <laughs> Hudson. Well, it's Ernie Hudson. Now, I want to talk about Ernie Hudson real quick before we get into some more of this stuff. Ernie Hudson breaks the mold of the I'm getting too old for this shit black cop. Okay. Because he doesn't say that at all. He you just kind of takes the L. He just kind of takes the L. Because remember, when they first die, he's there. And you later find out that, you know, him and he was there with Shelly as she mm-hmm. was fighting for her life. Right. But he got demoted by, let's just say, Ortiz. He's some Latino type. Right, right. With the uh, pock marks and shit. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. Because he went from, you know, being a sergeant to being like a beat cop. Because right. you almost forget it's a year later. You think it's like the next day, mm-hmm. you know, at the beginning of the movie. Um, so, let's see. The do movie, we give him his flowers, by the way? Ernie Hudson, do people actually think about like him as an actor? I think he gets a flower, not flowers, though. But why not? Like, he don't get the same respect Bill Murray or... Bill Murray's done bigger you know, stuff than him, though. And he, he has, but I'm saying, like, Ghostbusters is huge, bro. No, Ghostbusters is huge, but, you know... And then he played the everyman. Like, even, he even said, I think, in the interview, like, he didn't get the same acclaim as his co-stars. And I think, and, and maybe there is a director's even cut. Even though of, they were bigger at the point. Maybe there's a director's cut of Ghostbusters out there where he's in it more. Maybe. He's in more in two, which is my first inter- yeah, introduction to Ghostbusters. And he's fine in it. Right. But I, I know him. He got his rub, if you will, to use wrestling terms. He got mm-hmm. the rub on Oz. True. And, you know, from that standpoint, that's to me where, because remember this, he was in this movie in the 70s called Penitentiary? <laughs> you, look it up. Um, <laughs> so his flowers have been related to penitentiaries. It's awful. So there you go. It's awful. Name bro. another thing where Ernie Hudson, you know what? What was that movie? Oh, my God. What was that movie? Uh, uh, the Hand That Rocks the Cradle? Do you want to talk about Ernie Hudson's career? Oh, man. Was he not in that? He was in that, wasn't he? And it was not good. Damn. I didn't mean to touch her. It's like, you can't oh, say that. No. He's like looking at titties falling off ladders and shit. <laughs> <laughs> the girl face made me watch this recently. And she was like, look, I want to tell you now. Why did she make you watch that? Because it's like 90s movies that are blind spots for me. And she was like, this is where. I can't believe those are blind spots for you, by the way. Well, I was a kid. I was a kid. Well, I was too. I've seen a lot of 90s movies. I've not. Damn. I watch cartoons. That's true. And porn. No excuse. Uh, so this is why he gets a flower, because he did that. Okay, And that just was a one. major movie. We'll give him one. That's like, fine. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I was like, can we not do that? Uh, so this movie, The Crow, uh, it cost $23 million. It mm-hmm. made fifty, so it doubled its and it, it doubled its uh, budget, and it was a sleeper hit, and it opened at twelve million dollars. I, I don't, I didn't do the conversions on it, yeah, but, yeah. but that would be pretty good money, you know, for that type of movie, especially being a comic book movie, because they didn't market it as that, but no. it's a rated R movie. It's dark, and Brandon Lee was ascending 
and then it had the drama attached to it because it mm-hmm. had some, you know, release date issues because of, you know, production issues and other terrible things that happened on set. Um, the Crow is mentioned in Empire's um, 2008 list of 500 greatest movies of all time. Where do you think it's ranked at? 500 greatest movies of all time for context. It has to be like in the 400s. 468. I knew it. But that's of all time, though. Uh, it's a good movie. I like that it's dark. I like that it was like a new birth for uh, comic book movies to some degree. At that point. And it was rated R at, at that. At that point, name, com- name comic book movies that you would have seen that came, that came out before 1994 when this film came out. Mm. And it was released May 13th of 1994, by the way. Damn, I don't even know. Punisher. That was not that was, that was 89. Holy shit. The original one with Dolph Lundgren. Uh that, that movie's horrible. You had some TV stuff from Marvel. Yeah, any Captain America, Hulk, all that other shit. A lot shit. of Hulk stuff, Spider-Man Wonder Woman, stuff. All that yeah. old stuff. But mostly like TV shows, Flash TV show. You had Superman. You had a lot of Superman. Right, right. And you had Batman. I fuck with those. But these were, this was an indie comic, you know? So yeah, not, not a lot of people. That was back then where you actually had to go to the fucking shop. Yeah. And search in the fucking box and be like, what is this? And I believe that was uh, James O'Barr uh, was the creator. Um, mm-hmm. So it became a cult film. And I, I think I'll give it his flowers because it still holds up. Like some cer- certain pieces of it, but the story with the issues I see with it, it still holds up to me. Um, you ever notice like the darker stuff holds up more than like the, I guess the, more popular, even Superman to me. That's because I like Superman. What's Superman though? The Christopher Reeve stuff. Okay, like it to, holds to up to me. Point though, mm, I'll, I'll, uh, when you get Richard Pryor nuclear man, it starts to shift. I was still watching. I don't give a shit. His running. <laughs> Who's had worse running? T two thousand or Christopher Reeve Superman? Oh, that Superman's pretty bad. Yeah, it's not, not gonna lie. It's not good running. It's not gonna lie. I'm glad he didn't have like uh what's what's his face? Uh Henry Cavill like running. It's like look. Yeah, but you got less rugby muscle, you can't be running, Jim. But I feel like all the darker movies from back then <laughs> hold up way better than any other brighter over like even the, some of the comedy stuff, it holds up a little better. The the dark elements of this movie hold up, but the nineties elements obviously do not. It's it's gonna be way out of place watching it now. So if you watch it now. We we all we talked about it a little bit before. Basically, Sting ripped this off for his gimmick. Of course, but he was four awesome. years late, though. By the way, he was late. He was late as fuck. But it was dope. Well, shit. he was two to four years late. Cause I feel like but, that was like ninety six, ninety seven. Yeah, but remember when it first happened? It was when Sting came in. You were like, like, oh snap! And he had like the mask. On. I was like, all right, here we he go. Had the mask on and the jacket and everything. Uh-huh. He's been doing it for twenty five years. I mean, well, twenty. Yeah, twenty five. I'm years. all for it. They actually look like those old action figures that was made out of rubber. Yes. Nowadays. So, this film was directed by Alex Proyas. You may recognize this name. One good movie out of these three. Well, one movie that I watched. I heard Dark City is good. So, Dark City is the first Dark City is good as shit. The second one is iRobot. I like that. I don't care. Now, the third one is Dog Shit. And and when I say it, you can tell me why it's Dog Shit. So, be prepared. Mm -hmm. Gods of Egypt. Oh, <laughs> you know he is was he's from Egypt, by the way, right? Oh man, with a name like that, yeah, I can see it. But he's but Greek. That movie was god awful, and Chadwick Boseman was in that as he's well. He's the only black person in the movie. God, that he's did you actually a sit and watch it? Though? God, no, but did you watch it because it looked like Transformers? Bro, I actually sat and watched it. 
to see how bad it was. Like, maybe it's not as bad as people It was say. terrible, wasn't it? It was one of the worst-looking things I've ever seen in my life. Worse, like, the act, as you can tell, they were just like, we're just going full green screen, guys. We're not, like, you're God. just going to make sure, like, you don't see shit. Just overact. And Gerard Butler and all the other dumb shit. But Dark City's shit. You got to watch that. I'll Have check out Dark City. That's the shit. It. It's really it. good. So this is his first, this is his first, this is his theatrical debut, by the way. So he started off with The Crow. Damn. Good for him. But also, we'll get into it. Right. So this currently has a, if we care about these things, imdb.com and Rotten Tomatoes. imdb.com gives it what? It's. Out of 10, right? Yeah. And this is, uh, it's above a five. Seven. 7.6. What does Rotten Tomatoes give it? This is out of 100 scales percentage. Is that critics or reviews? Like user This reviews. is just the overall consensus. Uh, it's not I can low. see it's like. It's not low. Really? It's not low yeah. for Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. That's wild. 82. 83. I'm close. So the movie stars um, Brandon Lee. Mm-hmm. Can you name the people? Can you name them as I give you? as I? Well, you know what his name is. I already said it. You said, uh, what, uh, Eric Draven. Thank you. But see, I know Draven because my aunt was a huge, you know, the artist, my aunt's I'm artist, listening. whatever. She's a huge, like, Crow fan. Uh-huh. When it came out, her and her husband, whatever. Yeah. She would name, like, all the emails and all that shit first came to fruition. She yeah. would name it, like, Draven. Or, like, that was her fucking thing. I'm, sh- I'm shading, by the way. Of course. But that was her thing. Like, she likes that type of shit. So it was great. So I'm gonna see. I'm gonna flip it because I I, I don't think you're gonna know the character's name, but you can throw out that actor. We could do it that way. We could try it that way. Okay, sure. Um, detect uh, uh, Officer Albright. Can you just say it's Ernie Hudson? I didn't. I never said what his name was. In it. Well, shit. It's one of the officers. It gotta well, be gotta, him, right? Well, I could have said Officer Ortiz, motherfucker. Well, it gotta be the Spanish guy. Then. Um, now Michael Wincott. What's <laughs> That's the actor's name. First of all, Michael Wincott. Yeah, he's great. That's a real name? That's his name. That's uh, T-Bag. Not T-Bag. I said T-Bag. Wow. What's the fucking guy with the sword? Top Dollar. Top Dollar. There you go. Which he's not really mentioned by that name at all. You have to look at the credits. Really? Yes. Tony Todd's name is not mentioned either. Huh. Um, all right. Body Count, which is starting to dwell, d- delve into being a little morbid. What do you think the body count is in this film? Mm, is more than... Is it less than 50 or more than 50? I don't got to be in more than 50. It's a big shootout at one point. Shit, it is, ain't it? Yeah. Fuck. And it's a nigga that's stabbed It might be like throat. right at 50. 31. That's fair. We've been adding it's a lot of murder. Yeah. Uh, murder. And we have the two that are killed in the beginning. Now. Do they count? Yeah, they do. So he counts as. Even though he comes back, but then he dies yeah. again. Yeah. It's rough. It's rough. <laughs> I mean, is it. I'm not going to say it on mic. Does it. So, not to bury the lead, we're gonna get right into it. This is this is rough because I remember it was a thing. It was huge. It was a huge fucking thing. So, although it's not his fault um, for the death of Brandon Lee, um, Michael mm-hmm. Massey stopped acting for a year because he was so traumatized after the accident. His next film, um, he had a small role in 1995-7, and up until his death in 19, I mean 2016, he had never watched The Crow. Wow. Michael Massey is the dude that played Fun Boy. So put it in context. You know what has ha- likely happened. Where the squib misfired or yeah. whatever. That was in the bedroom scene. Shit. So definitely in 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 my young brain, it, it told me then that movies were shot out of order. 
Yeah. Because you would think it's Because you never knew. Yeah. Like, most people don't even, most people probably still don't know, honestly. Yeah. They think you're shooting from A to B. Yeah. Or A to Z or whatever. But you may get, like, okay, I only have this person for this timeline, so let me get all of their scenes in. Yeah. It's not like, you know, they can redo everything, like Justice League and shit. Well, I mean, they had stuff left over. Yeah. We won't talk about that. <laughs> you, you know, like, when you have me CGI at the end of the movie, yeah, Torn, you did it. <laughs> and it's like, I've not worked on the movie in two months. Oh, man. <laughs> that That's one of the worst disasters I've ever seen, that CG mustache, the, the non-mustache. It was bad. It was terrible. I mean. It was 100% terrible. When I get into the films, I'm going to start gunpointing people. <laughs> uh, the director wanted the film to be black and white. So it could be closer to the comics. You know what? That that, been that could actually work. That would have worked. And so it would have been pre-season city and all that shit. He only wanted splashes of color for the flashbacks. Ooh, that would have been dope. Why isn't there another? That well, would have been dope. You can't recut it because there's a lot of there are some editing things that happen in the movie mm-hmm. to make up to try to hit that runtime thing. Yeah, because there's some weird slow motion to, to, for transitions. It's like y'all didn't have good cut, good um, y'all didn't have good takes on some of these right. scenes. Um, Brandon Lee died on a mishap on set. The scene required a gun to be loaded, cocked, and then pointed at the camera. Because of the close range of the shot, a dummy cartridge was loaded um, with real brass caps, a bullet, but no powder. After the cut, the props master, not the arms master, um, he had left the set for the day, dry fixed the gun to let the cock off. That sounds really weird. <laughs> um, knocking the projectile into the barrel. The next scene film was involving the gun. Oh, oh, I'm wrong. This is the scene actually happened. They're describing the full scene. The scene was the the rape of Shelley. So I was in the flashbacks. Right. The uh, gun was loaded with blanks. Um, usually contain a double or triple um, or triple the powder of a normal cartridge to make a loud noise. Um, Lee entered a set uh, carrying bags of groceries contained a explosive blood pack. The script called for fun boy Michael Massey to shoot Draven um, Lee, and when he entered the room, uh, triggering a blood pack. The bullet got stuck in the barrel and it blasted at Lee through the bag um, and he was carrying, killing him. The footage of the death was subsequently developed and used as evidence in the investigation of his death. The part of the lawsuit was settled and the footage was later destroyed. Lee is the son of martial arts legend Bruce Lee, who died under mysterious circumstances before completing Game of Death. See Another also conspiracy. Dragging the Bruce Lee story. It's rough. Dog rough. Um, so in the Blu-ray commentary, Alex Poya said that Lee was unhappy with the way his face paint looked. Um, when the makeup department applied it before shooting. So what did he do? Lee put his own goddamn face paint on. I'll do this myself. <laughs> and he, they, I think they said he wore it the night before. So it looked like it was yeah, running so it all the time. Like, that's, that's pretty dope. Yeah. Um, and he was like, from from what I understand, he was really obsessed with death around this time too. He used to drive around in yeah. like a hearse and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, I've heard that. Uh, so let's see. Um, but I heard he was like, like you said, like we talked about, he's up and coming and people are yeah. like, Bruce Lee's son, but he was like, "Nah, I'm not just. I'm a different. I'm dude. just not my. I'm not my dad." So, around the 26, um, around at, at around 26 minutes within the movie, according to John Polito, you remember John Polito, right? He's the guy they owned the um, the pawn shop, who okay. was great in the movie. Okay, because he was just like, "Shit on me, goddamn it, <laughs> shit on me! They're gonna fucking kill you." <laughs> it was great. Um, and he's the one who got stabbed in the throat by a top dollar. Every Lee, time you say top dollar, I always think of like a rapper. Yeah, like top dog or top dollar or something like that. <laughs> top dollar entertainment. That sounds like 
porn. It's close no. to top dog, though. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Lee cut himself when he broke uh, the glass in Gideon's shop. So that, that's that's a take. Yeah. That's a real thing. Damn. And the glass was breakaway, and it was very rare for someone to get cut. Polito told um, Lee that he feared that Lee would die on, in an on-set accident, like oh, Vic Morrow. And Vic Morrow died during filming Twilight Zone, the movie, in 1983. Unfortunately, Polito's uh, prediction came true. Again, like I said, it was going to be so dark, rough. Bro. It's, it's so it's dark. dark. Uh, James O'Barr stated that the Crow, um, on the Crow DVD, that he met with the movie's executives. They originally planned a musical. You know what? You know what's bad? I could actually see that, too. Can you see who was going to be the star of said musical? No. Michael Jackson. First of all. This is when the studio came to the, the creator of the comic, right? Let's be clear. They'd be fired. The, the creator of the comic was, he laughed immediately and uncontrollably thinking it was a joke, only to find out that they were quite serious. And it was only until Brandon Lee and Poyas uh, came on board that the movie took more of a serious role. I'm glad for it. If he would have smooth criminal with the crow makeup on. Bro. Do you know how iconic that shit would be? Blam. That should be so iconic. Michael Jackson is the crow. I wouldn't like it. Don't get me wrong, but it would be one of those things you're like. Huh? I mean, he would have had the high socks on. <laughs> yeah. Um, production was tr- was troubled. It was very troubled. Um, that one of the neighbor- neighboring productions in EUE Studios began taking bets on mishaps. That's until, just so cold. That's check like it, those, check it. Until damn. a fire destroyed several of their sets. So I don't know if it was a fire yeah. from theirs that spread over. Some- Somebody was doing seances or something on that fucking set. I think it was. I think it was a cursed set, dude. It had to be because these things happen. You'll have like yeah, shit happens on set, but this shit seems like weird. Now, this is why I kind of fuck with Brandon Lee because because he, he's an Aquarius for one. Oh my god! Why do you find these fucking people? You know his birthday was recent. Shit, it was. Uh, so yeah, his would it would have been his fifty six, which feels like so wild. It's not even that old. Yeah, but it's just like it's been twenty seven years. Shit. So he was like 29, which makes even terrible of it. Yeah. He was like a child. Because um, we're both older than now. Uh, <laughs> according to Empire Magazine, cocaine abuse was rampant on set. I could believe that. With cameramen shooting whilst high, crew uh, going to the toilets to snort between shots, and uh, people cutting and, and just people cutting around. Like, oh, Girl, that's it. like a construction site. One member... Uh, hearing the sound of a sneeze on uh, one member recalls hearing the sound of a sneeze on set, and it annoyed Brandon Lee. And he, when he, when he and he quipped, "See, so yeah, well, someone just lost fifty dollars," <laughs> which is a very Aquarius thing to say. <laughs> He's just healing out. Oh my god, um, that definitely sounds like you. Yeah. Now, this is not great. So we're gonna have to dive back into the shooting. Mm-hmm. Originally, Funboy was was not supposed to fire a gun at Brandon Lee's character. Oh, wow, character, that makes it worse. Which ultimately led to his death. That makes it worse. Now, here's the wild thing about it. Who wanted the last second change? Brandon Lee? Poyas. Oh, Pro- no. Proyas, yeah. That's awful. Uh, Phoenix, uh, River Phoenix and Christian Slater both turned on the role of Eric Draven. And James O'Barr, creator of the comic, mm-hmm. who did he want? Think about the 90s. Think about white. Think about rocker is chic. 90s. Who's still alive, by the way? Who's still alive? Because River Phoenix also passed away. Yeah. Not Keanu Reeves. He's not doing well now in real life, though, this guy. Really? Yeah. Damn, who the fuck could it be? Johnny Depp. He wanted Johnny Depp. 
I can see that. 94 Johnny Depp? I can see that. That was yeah. like the height of Johnny. Like, that's. Well, this is pre Powers of the Caribbean. I mean, not the height, but you know what I'm this saying. This is post like, 21 Jump Street, John, uh, Johnny Depp. I would have liked it. He was doing like Don Juan DeMarco at this time. I would have liked it. Of course you would have. Uh, Top Dollar's nightclub was filmed in an abandoned cement factory called Ideal Cement Factory in North Carolina. It was also the location. This is a great video game movie reference here. I hope you get this. It's two movies. Okay, put it this way. There were two properties that became video games, television shows, and movies. And they're comic slash cartoon related. 90s. One we've already reviewed. Street Fighter. No. Not Street Fighter. No. Ninja Turtles. Remember, Street Fighters came out in 1994, so this would have already this would have been filming concurrently. Mm. And Ninja Turtles is right for one of them. What is the other one? We've not reviewed it. It's about brothers. <laughs> Mario Brothers. Were you hooked on the plumbers? Yeah. So the cement factory that Top Dollar's place was at is the same place that they've used to film for Ninja Turtles and Mario Brothers. They always like do that though. If you think about it. But I mean that's pretty good. It's just like cool, you know though. the flavor of Love House is the same house from like multiple oh, yeah. shows and shit. Like who owns that house? That's what I want to know. I want to be the guy that owns it. You probably would be. Hose you probably of, would want to be that. Hose of yesteryear. We're not, we're not going there. Come on now. Uh, all right. So now we're going to get into some of our, uh, what works and what doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Some of our favorite scenes. And um, then I think we'll be, we'll be done. Because it, it gets morbid. Hopefully we can break some humor here. Because it's the crow. It's very dark. It, it's it, there's not too many yucks in it. Uh, no, it's really not. I it's mean, like a straightforward fucking. Ernie Hudson has a few yucks. He's not a comedian, bro. See, are we taking petals off this flower now? I take one. Nah, I mean, leave, we'll leave it. We'll leave it he, alone. He said he did the Batman thing, and he was like, "All oh, these cops over here must be a donut convention or something." That's I mean, that's, that's an attempt. Pretty decent. It's not and bad. Uh, Brandon Lee had a few things that were kind of funny in it, but it's one scene where he comes in there and he's citing, he's saying shit from the Raven, which is ironic. Oh shit, to me. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so let's see what works and what doesn't work and chime in here I'm going to say as far as what works Brandon Lee works of course uh, this would like now this movie comes out and it was the way it was intended because I feel like I feel like things had to be changed to compensate mm-hmm. um, it definitely so because this movie had what, three sequels? Two sequels? I think three. Yeah. And I, a television yeah. series that was not good. True. And you know who that was? Mark DeCoscos. I didn't hate it. From another. I didn't hate him. From another video game related movie that had a cartoon and uh, a TV show. Can you name it? I used to watch a lot of his shit. Can you name the movie? It's so weird. Can you name the movie he was in? Because he was just in John Wick. Can I remember you, that. Yes, this is a movie from also 1994. <sighs> it's about brothers. Double Dragon? Yes. I love that so, movie. So that movie is terrible. I still love it. Kokosaki now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's like I was like, yo. I think the thing that works with Brandon Lee is that when he's acting, you can tell he's into what he's doing. Yeah, he's into it. He really likes. I don't know if he read the source material. You can't tell if he did or not, but you can tell like he was into being that character. He he got it. And the other thing that happens because we'd at that point, you you want to take away. 
um, lineages, right? So, mm-hmm. like, like I said, I watch a lot of wrestling. So they always, yeah, he's just like his dad. They wanted it to be a point that the crow doesn't do martial arts. Yeah, he was nothing like his dad. In yeah, that so he's just like kicking ass, you know. Yeah. And the shootout scene was a dope scene, the one that's in Top Dollar's place, because he just pulls a nigga out of there and just starts like shooting motherfuckers. I was like, rough. The <laughs> I can tell you what I think kind of was changed. Mm-hmm. I think the final battle was changed. Why you say that? It's sparse. That's probably true. It's really sparse. That's probably true. And um, also, does Ernie Hudson die in, in that in this movie? Because he gets shot, and they kind of just say, "Well, we've tightened that up." All right, sir. The crow's gonna give you that ring. Credits. Maybe. Because remember, he was like, "Yeah, you go in front of me," and he's like, "I thought you said you were gonna go first. And he's got like, he took a hot one from fucking Tony Todd with a wild. <laughs> Tony Todd was a pimp in this movie because he always put the hat onto an angle. And he did he bopped out of there, and I was like, "Damn!" And he had the patch of um, blonde hair dyed. Of course, it's the nineties. Like you are a nigga. It's the nineties. This was around the time he did Candyman. Oh shit! So I was like, "What are you doing?" Everything. Okay, uh, the revenge story kind of works. Well, why'd you say that? Kinda. Be, because they have to delve back in, I get it that death's coming and y- you have to, and, and maybe it makes more sense now as I think about it a little bit more. So the goal is he has to kill everyone that was there. Mm-hmm. But once he kills Skank and then they take the girl, now he doesn't have his powers anymore. And that's why he gets shot. He's just fucking bleeding. Right. So it's just like, all right, maybe it should have been like, oh, well, you're responsible, too. You should be omnipotent to know that. No, these are also responsible for it because the order's coming from him. You know, when you watch it. But the comic is written differently because T-Bird is is the fucking guy. Right. So when you watch it, did you get the feeling that they actually told you, like, what that presence was? Like, why he became what he became? I think they did a better job in the second movie. Than in the first one. I seen the second movie, but that that was literally like, ah, it's not Brandon Lee. I'm not gonna no, lie no, to totally, you. totally. But I think in terms of the mythos and all of that, mm-hmm. they tried to do more, but also it was a brown person. Yeah, because it was what Vincent Perez or something. Mm-hmm. Actually, might not be. Maybe brown. not him, but it was. No, it was him, but he may not be brown. I think he's Mexican because it was like what day of the dead. Yeah, yeah. So, and he had wicked prayer, and it wasn't. It wasn't. I want to say it wasn't the most. It wasn't the most terrible movie I've ever seen, but it wasn't The Crow for me. Now, question. Does the quality of the person that played The Crow go downhill? Like, I'm talking about, like, does it go downhill by From each movie to movie? Yeah. Who's in the third one? Edward Furlong, I believe. Oh. And I think David Boreanaz was in the fourth one. And then Mark DeCosco. It goes down. There. But does Mark DeCosco bring it back up for the television show? Because you yeah. like him. Yeah. Vincent Perez wasn't bad. No. And it was definitely L.A. and A. I didn't. I don't know what they were going for. Um, mm. but I think the revenge thing kind of works. And I think part of it is I didn't like the gang. They were trash. There was nothing like, oh, you guys are just like they're just goofballs, pretty much. And the actor that plays Ten Ten, he's a terrible actor. <laughs> Come on, motherfucker. He's in the it's alley. Nineties, bro. Like, look, Double Dragon. He shouldn't be getting blown. Now, there's no discredit to him, but he shouldn't be getting blown off the screen by Brandon Lee. 
He's True. getting blown off the screen. I never miss. <laughs> that happens. I was like, look. Now, granted, you can play it up like Michael Wincott does for like Top Dollar. He's mm-hmm. having a great time. Right. Because he was coming up with all these fucking, you know, my dad used to tell me. And I was just like, yo, I'm here for it. You would be. Because That's your type was, of shit. He was talking wild shit. That is your type of shit. And then when he stabbed the dude in the throat, he's like, hurry up and fucking die. Give me that thing. Blam. Here. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it was fucking great. Um, that would be one of your favorite characters. He was my favorite character. Uh, Sarah Stinks. The little girl. Don't like it. Don't need it. I always think like uh, video games with escort missions. Oh, shit. When it comes to like shit like this. And I, don't, I always wonder why they still make them. Because they're not fun. I don't even care if the character, like, all right, so the only fun, like, really fun one to me, two, it's two of them, obviously, mm-hmm. but God of War mm-hmm. and Last of Us, those are the only one games where I thought that the escort missions are, like, it's not really a mission, but it's like you're escorting the character the whole time. It's just you and that character, because the AI is so smart or whatever, but that's I'll, nerd shit. I'll give you this. She stinks. Um, <laughs> well, and, and this is this is why. But why? Because like when it, and part of it has to do with the relationship that in flashbacks that we have of um, Shelly and Eric, mm-hmm. they're pillow fighting at one point. Damn, that's true. And it just like you know this chick's supposed to be like it's supposed to be fourteen, right? You know you know she's like forty one in real life. What? So she was of she was like fourteen when they filmed this. So it was like, how old are you supposed to be? And they have the mm. mom storyline with her titties hanging out and shit. True, true. So I, I don't know. It's just, Maybe just I could have did without her and she skateboards and all of the fucking, I'm a street kid. And it's like, where are the niggas at? Because it's in Detroit. Yeah, it's a lot of niggas in Detroit. And it's, a lot of something. it's just like, yo, we in a white it's part? A, it's a bundle full of niggas there. It's just, I don't know. It was on a set. You mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's what I think. Mm-hmm. Um I, I I don't know if we replace her or if we take her out altogether. You probably take you would probably take her out because the only reason she's there for him to kill Top Dollar. Yeah, that's the purpose. She didn't come so back she for him. Serve any purpose then? And then she's not now. Is she in the next movie? Because I think she's in the second movie. I think so. But I think it's like Natasha Leone is playing her, and she's yeah, like I blind so. or some goofy shit. Eh, I needed somebody different. I don't like kids from the nineties. And I don't like music but from the night. Yes, you do. I'm talking about that. With, that was you it. like Surf Ninjas and shit like that. That's different. Three Ninjas. I always get them confused. Well, Surf Ninjas and Three Ninjas, those work because they knew what they were. True. Having her in this rated R movie that's dark and it's like, and she has the weird, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing here. I got to find Eric. We already have the Avatar. You know who the Avatar is? Who? Ernie Hudson. Oh, shit. Yeah. So we don't need her. You just don't like children. I don't like her. <laughs> Even if Ernie Hudson was Erica Hudson, I would be fine with it. Oh man, this little black kid like, damn. I'm really trying to figure out why she's in this movie now. It's literally for the showdown. Hmm. Now, she was friends with him and all of that. But again, you've been a dude that's been engaged and been in your fucking late 20s. Did you have pillow fights with little white girls and shit who liked your band? No. No. It sounds, it, it, I will never have a pillow fight with a little white girl. That's an element from the movie The Room, by the way. What? That's a, that element of pillow fighting with your young neighbor is an element from the movie The Room. Yes. Is it gets you over as being a good guy. I'm telling you. 
It's in the oh, room. Oh, shit. The room, the bad version. Yes. Because, you know, you got... Not, all right, not, so not the, uh, the, the, the artist or what have you. That not thing. the Brie Larson movie? Yeah, yeah, not... Yeah, yeah, the room with the fucking uh, yeah. Tommy Wiseau. That's an element in that fucking movie. Like, oh, hi, Mark. Yeah. That one. So, um, let's see. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, where's the rank in comic book movies? We kind of talked about that a little bit. I, I think it's for 90s comic book movies or let's say pre-Avengers comic book movies. Can we call it that? So... For me personally, you can call it pre-Avengers, but see, I, I hate that Avengers is the benchmark, though. Okay, pre pre Marvel, like, pre MCU, pre I did pre Marvel. We can say pre Marvel, pre Blade, all that shit. I, I like to go pre Blade because Blade is the shit. That's so, the, that was the, that was to me. That's the one that like was like the boom. So that's four short years before um, before Blade. So this is four yeah, short years before yeah. Blade. So, and me personally, I like Dark City's up there. That's a comic book movie, yeah. Right, and then you got a. Uh, Dark Man with Liam Neeson, mm-hmm. one and two. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to figure out if I like Long Blank Man. No. Blank Man. Blank it's Man was the shit. It's not a comic book movie, though. Is Lawnmower Man a comic book movie? I don't know. I don't think so. I fuck with it. When did Wicked City come out? That that's animated, isn't it? Yeah. That, that's, that's that counts for me. That's eighties, though. That is eighties. It's late eighties. Well, I think in terms of this kind of genre, I think it ranks up pretty high because one, it still holds up. Can we just do R-rated comic book movie? R-rated comic book movies, okay. So this one's up there, and then you got to put Deadpool up there top. Like, then you got Spawn in there too. No one liked Spawn, but it's a rated R comic book movie. But no one liked Spawn. I like Michael Jai White as Spawn. He was good in it. I'm listening. But other than that, I'm listening. Actually, John Leguizamo is the clown. Thank you. It's actually dope. Violator, yes. Yeah. Yeah, the movie's not good. Um. Yeah. But, so it's, it is high up there for comic book movies as far as like R-rated. It ranks higher for R-rated than regular comic book movies. Because MCU take a look didn't at, flooded the fucking market with comic book movies. So here's our rated R comic book movies. Mm-hmm. Most of these are 2000s because of the, the boom, right? Right. Obviously. Because Punisher, that that first one is rated R. I actually like that one. I, I do that too. Was at, I like Thomas Jane. That was no, 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 that's the Dolph Lundgren one I'm talking about. No, nah, I, I don't count that shit. I'm sorry. That one is fine. You're a hater. You you would like that one. Uh, Guyver is in there. Oh shit! I forget Guyver. <laughs> that was my shit. One and was. two. Mark Hamill was in that. You're so black. Akira. No, you gonna count that? If you're counting Dark City. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Wicked City. Sorry. Yeah, I gotta count Akira. That's the shit. Time Cop. I like Time Cop. Tank Girl. Tank Girl is oh, on shit. there. Tank Girl. I, you know how many times I've seen that movie? That's a good one. I love that movie. This bro. one is not the Ice on is the kangaroo thing. Which which is the better Judge Dredd? Hint, wink. Ooh. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Hint, wink, wink. Hint. I want to say Carl Urban. <laughs> of course, you of course but, you should. But but don't you dare. But I'll watch the shadows. Oh my god! I mean, uh, Stallone. Stallone all day. Uh, His was good. I am the law. Bar- barbed wire. No, absolutely not. Black mask. With Jet Li? Yeah. That's ninety six, by the way, bro. My dad bought that at the little... <laughs> oh, my God. You know, at the little stand? Uh-huh. And remember, Mondarmin used to have those stands with the little uh, Asian guy? I'm listening. Like, when you used to sell DVDs. Not listening. DVDs, VHSs. Mm-hmm. My dad brought that Black Mass home. I like. I thought that was the best fucking movie I've ever seen in my fire. life. And then they had a little hip-hop soundtrack a little bit in the background. Jesus Christ. Dad was like, you know, I produced on this, right? <laughs> <laughs> I told Jelly that move right there. Yeah, it's a, it's a cross crane kick. That little side kick right there yeah. where you tap the leg. Got to make sure you hit That was dick. me. <laughs> so, 
you know, it's pretty sparse. So it's up there for those, and it's probably one of the more successful ones until you probably get up there to, like, Blade and mm-hmm. maybe, like, Tank Girl Blade. And I don't know if Spawn was successful financially. I don't think it was, but it may be more successful than we're giving it credit. Is Blade R-rated? Blade's definitely R-rated. When, what about two? When Whistle is like, you motherfuckers waiting or not? Yeah, sure. It's Blade 2 R-rated, though. Yes. I'm just making sure because now, Blade, I'm trying to remember how we do things. I think all three of them are R-rated. I'm trying to remember how we do things with this PG-13 R shit nowadays. So... I can tell you why the first Blade is rated R. Always a motherfucker trying to ice skate uphill. Best One of the best lines ever. It's a great line. Uh, All right, so I got to rank Blade as like... Blade is the pinnacle. I mean, yeah, Blade is my number pinnacle. one. Whoa, just fire over here. I'm just saying. It is. Oh, Spawn made $90 million. <laughs> that's, that's not good. In, in the 90s. Mm. It doubled his budget. Fuck. Okay, that is good then. But it's not a good movie. Critically panned. Um... Let's see. Let's keep going. Um, Tintin's acting is trash. I felt the, the gang kind of works. I felt bad for Skank. And he got the most shitty kind of death. It was just like, eh. Just dispatched <laughs> him. He didn't even count. It's just threw him out of a window. We're done here. I can go finally it's easy. go back to my, my grave. Easy work. What are you, fucking uh, Zeus? <laughs> yeah, it's easy money. Yeah, all right. Uh I don't know why Tony Todd had to go to the gravesite. Can you remember that weird scene where he goes there and it's like sees the coffin is up and he's like grabs the dirt. He's like, hmm, seems like someone left. I was like, it's a <laughs> coffin that this nigga busted out of. He's like, hmm, how do you get here? Where's this disrupted uh, dirt coming from? If I can go back to Cabrini Green, get my hook. Tintin's <laughs> uh, acting is bad, as I said before. You said um, that like five times. You really hated it. It's not good. It's bad. The best thing about Tintin was when he died. Because <laughs> he was like, I, he gave us the full uh, uh, bullseye. I never miss. And he was, he oh, throwing yeah. knives at him. Yeah. And he's like, try harder. I was like, oh, shit. And then he just <laughs> caught it and then threw it back in his shoulder. It was fucking great. You were like, you, yeah, that's your, this is your type of movie, Because he had honestly. dreads, too, because I hate this movie. Honestly, this is kind of your movie. It is. Because it's about revenge. It's, it's, I like revenge. It's fucking petty. But, yeah. It's an Aquarius Avenge movie. Um, the band that's playing when they go to meet up at Top Dollar's place, they're mm-hmm. terrible. Everybody can't be the guy from the Lost Boys, okay? He's great. Everybody can't be like that. I want to do a video with this dude, but I hear he's like wild Republican, so maybe not. <laughs> uh, uh, the only song that really works that's a big thing in it is Draven Solo. That shit is fire. It's a part where I think Sarah puts on the record Mm because as if she didn't recognize who the fuck it was and she stops playing it and then he's on a rooftop and you just hear like the song just blasting that's a good scene it didn't really work for me when I was younger but now I appreciate it as as an older person Uh, Top Dollar's wig is terrible and we know this (laughs) that wig is atrocious however his villain wear is fire is it? we gotta rank villain wear we always rank he's wearing a waistcoat so a vest Mm -hmm. black pants white shirt the hair is a part of it so it makes him look like a it's vampire a comic book fucking villain wear and he uses swords and he's on coke the entire movie he has his meeting when John Polito comes there uh, Gideon mm-hmm. and he's like they burn my fucking place down he has a burn on his head he's snorting coke in a prior meeting that's one of the best things about the movie his meetings so um, the dude that plays T-Bird, mm-hmm. he's from the Warriors. Right. 
and he was the guy Warriors come out and play that right, dude right so Brandon Lee loved that dude that's one of the reasons he was like I can't wait to do this movie because he loves that guy who probably has the best act scene in the movie when he drives his car and he's like man we can work on this man we can work this out <laughs> you know what do you want <laughs> girls guys what do you need and he's like tapes him to the car and all of that mm-hmm. shit so his whole thing he's barely in the movie it's good. he's great um, but when he has the meeting with he's like what does top dollar say He's like, yeah, uh, I don't recall approving that building getting burned down. And basically, he's calling, telling Tony Todd to go figure this shit out. And he was like, still don't have no answers. So he <laughs> gives him the fuck off and he goes back to snorting coke. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. He's great. He's a great villain. I definitely like that. Um, who, so uh, now I touched on him earlier as a refresher of who the members of the gang are. Who are your favorite members? Who's your favorite member of the gang? Because they're not good people, they're terrible. Who's your favorite member of... Is it of, bad that... They're equally short trash? They're equally trash. But just pure recognition. Okay. Tony Todd. He's technically not a part of the T-Birds gang, though. He's not. But I just got to give it to him. He's Candyman, bro. That's like, cheating, though. That's cheating. He's, he's barely candy in man. it. He's barely in but it. But it's Candyman. He's got a drippy suit on, but he's also... <laughs> he's also Top Dollar's driver, though. So he took some nigga mm. points there. Do you want to stick with that one? He's Morgan Freeman. It was like driving Miss Daisy with cocaine. Oh, man. Because when they're leaving, That's true. once you have the crow's power, because Biling is doing that mm-hmm. whole thing, and once you have his power, you can take it from the man, and then it's villain laugh, and then on to the next location. You, you I don't like, know if I want to take that. You might be a Tintin guy. I don't know if I want to take that. You might be Tintin. But he's the worst actor. He's terrible. So why I got to be Tintin? Because he's black. I'll take it. And he has knives. That's fair. I mean, or you can choose a heroin addict. No, I refuse. Uh, you can do T-Bird. No, I'm not that. No. He's got cars. He's a car guy. I'm not into it. Um, skank. You just get thrown out a window after thought. You know, that's my life. Yes. I, but I, feel, I, feel, I feel pity for him because I was like, I just feel like they got you high. They just took you there. <laughs> you had a head injury. So at one point when they do the big shootout, right, mm-hmm. someone gets thrown out of the window. Now, mind you. There is dancing in a club downstairs of Top Dollar's penthouse. Right. They fuck to a live soundtrack, my guy. They kill a woman to a live soundtrack of terrible music. <laughs> so when they go up there, you hear all of these, this gunfight. Niggas are performing downstairs. But I mean, you still got to make, make money. I know what bullets sound you gotta like. You got to make your dollars. I mean... Yeah, make the top dollar. <laughs> I mean, is the motherfuckers of Detroit that just like, eh, fuck it. Yeah. Now, but here's the wild thing. Two bodies go through that window. Uh, so Skank is the second person. Mm-hmm. No, Skank is the third person. So the first person goes through the window. No one even pays it a mind. No one bats an eye. And I'm looking to see if, like, is he going to hit somebody? Because it's a band performing. The nope. second one, everyone is hauling ass. I was like, so the first body, fuck it. The gunshots, fuck it. But now the second body. This is serious. You know how when you go to a nightclub and it's like a two drink minimum? Is it a two like fucking castaway body minimum? Yes, yes it is. Fucking movie. Like someone's a murderer at that point. The first one's an accident. The second yeah. was like somebody's getting murdered. Let's get out of here. Yeah, but there's still guns. Because the band is playing. I mean, you're hearing automatic weapons. Yeah. Uh, Eric and Shelley's relationship doesn't work for me. Like I said before, too saccharine. Uh, it's a lot of pillow fights. It's a lot of yeah, babe, and a lot of fucking slow. It's, it's the nineties. It's like nineties, man. This is nineties bad acting. It's. Like I it's don't, not that that part. That's just not great. 
I just wish I'm glad she died. <laughs> That's fucking cold. I mean, was she pregnant? You find another chick. I mean, the thing is, that's love is life. He's just mad that they killed him. It's love is life. He was an afterthought. This is probably why. See, it would have been more poetic if Skank was the one that shot him. Because why? he comes through, and they're there to rape Shelly. Because remember, she yeah, dies in the hospital. Yeah. He gets shot as an afterthought. So him throwing true, him out of the true. windows as an afterthought would have been fire. Right. Because it's like, fuck this nigga. Like, oh, hold on. Each scene, when there's a crow that pops up, he draws it with the fire. Fire scene. Or when he does it with the blood. And Ernie Hudson was like, oh, I believe that's what you call graffiti. <laughs> Got him off fucking fire is Fire is nice. I like that. And the one with it carved in the dude's chest. It's good as well. Didn't Batman do that in one of the Batman movies, the Christopher Nolan movies? He did that, right? Yes. Stealing ass motherfucker. That's definitely a callback. Yeah. All right. Uh, so the question I have mm-hmm. is this set in the same Detroit as RoboCop? Honestly, it could be. Because this Detroit looks it terrible. It really could be. But RoboCop had black people in it. Is this the new Detroit they were talking about? You know you're right. You're all the niggas. You're right. <laughs> Gentrified, <laughs> fucked up Detroit now. Hey, it was on heroin. Yo. Pillow fighting white girls. Oh, my God. Just because, you know what? And the funny thing is, it wasn't even heroin they were using. They were using morphine. Pretty close. No, but I'm saying, they make the point to say it's morphine now. Mm-hmm. It's like morphine's not good for you. I don't they like, know what they're doing. I don't like moms cooking eggs. You know, you know what I'm talking about, right? What are you talking about? So there's a part when her mom tries to be a mom to Sarah and she makes eggs for her and she kind of like, Ugh, these look kind of <laughs> like trash. And she's like, I'm trying, damn it. Yeah, I'll eat them. These are great, mom. They're like sunny side up, kind of yoky. I was like, I don't want those. That's gross. But this is after Eric kind of confronted her after he murdered fucking, when he was murdering Funboy. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, you know, let me get this morphine out of your arms. You see how like this, like cum-like fluid come out of her arm. Yeah. I mean, who who just gets off work and just does morphine? It's like, yeah, I'm gonna have a great night. I mean, have you ever got off work and done morphine? No, I'm just saying. Yeah, I realize how shitty that Detroit is. That shit does not paint a good picture in any realm. That Detroit looks nice. I mean, you know what? RoboCop was not as dark. I think it went no, downhill. I think RoboCop darker, left, bro. I think RoboCop left. RoboCop, I can't save this shit. Yeah, yeah, can't do it. I think when RoboCop three happened. And they were fighting for old Detroit. I think old Detroit. And then he came to Baltimore and he just retired. Like, I think I it's the Palace it. of Arbor Hills. So they had Grant Hill there at the time. Did they not? They did. Jerry Stackhouse was soon coming. Joe mm-hmm. Dumas was still there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know any other players on the team at that time. 94, right? Yeah. 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 Everyone was wearing... Why was nobody wearing Fila? <laughs> <laughs> did we have Fila 94? Rudy had definitely had those I, Grand Hill joints. <clears throat> I did not have them. Let's see who was in the 194, the 1994 Detroit Pistons. I want to see this real quick. <laughs> because well, also they had Barry Sanders with the Lions. Yeah, Barry Sanders was shit. And that was probably a good season for him, too. They made the playoffs that season. So who was on the team? Well, they still had Scott Mitchell. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, Herman Moore. Chris Spielman. That was at Pro Bowlers. Damn. Yeah. They had some dude named Brown. I don't know. I think, uh, who's the guy from the Ravens that was like trash? The quad dude that was just. Quadri Ismail? No, no, no. Uh, recent. Uh, he's a wide receiver. He's a wide receiver. Supposed to be super fast. Always had these leg problems. 
Oh shit! I know his name. Brett, his dad, uh, Brashard Perryman. His dad was on the team at the time, by the way. Yeah, but he went to Cleveland and started shitting. Brett Perryman is, was there on the Lions at the wow. time. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Your son's washed me. Your son is wow buns. Yeah, and Perryman was actually um, an okay receiver there. Yeah. Yeah. Which son was trash? Well, is trash because he's still playing. Mm-hmm. Unless he was a ninety-four. He's Pistons on the team though. He's on the Jets, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Let's see who's on the Pistons real quick, just because you you have to know what's happening. And I think this <laughs> might be the reason why they weren't good. Isaiah Thomas was still on the Pistons at the time. Holy shit. Bill Lambeer was. I can see that. Uh, oh, that's why they Detroit was bad. The Pistons had 28 wins, 54 losses. They were bad that year. Yeah. Joe Dumas was their second leading scorer. And they had a young Allen Houston. Wow. Yeah. I heard them fucking names in so long. Just microfracture knee surgery. <laughs> I think this is why old Detroit was in, well, Detroit was in ruins. Because of the Pistons. I didn't see one Pistons jersey on because everyone was tight. <laughs> um. So in our last segment here, we'll talk about um our favorite scenes. I have a few. Um, feel free to, to chime in with any of yours. Uh, I have the T-Bird death scene. Who gives a shit? It's ancient history. Why? What do you want? What is it? What? Speak to me. Speak. Did you send us these complaints? Come here. A bash. The devil stood. Does it get you sweating? I know you. I think once we get to once we get to revenge, that's when it starts to cook. Right. And that first like. 15 minutes it's just like oh set up the story set up the story i don't of give course. a shit set up the story um so one of the scenes i already touched on was the was the meeting with top dollar that's a great meeting gideon's pawn shop just burned down to the foundation nobody cleared this little event for me i don't have nothing to do with that oh sure you must be awful disappointed i got trouble one of my crew got himself perished yeah who might that be Tim Tim. Somebody stuck his blades in all his major organs in alphabetical order. Um, then, like I said, the T-Bird death scene with the fire and the fireworks in the car. Right. Uh, the confrontation with Top Dollar. The Avenger. The killer of killers. Nice outfit. I'm not sure about the face, though. I just want him. <laughs> well, you can have him. That's the one when he goes up there and he's like, oh, you're the Avenger. He gets on the table and he's like, oh, so how are you going to enforce me not taking uh, Skank? Because he's just there to kill Skank. And he's like, my business yeah, is he done. Don't give a shit. And he's like, no, nah, we don't give him to you. Yeah. He's like, somebody shoot this motherfucker. <laughs> and then everyone just starts unloading on him. You see like Asian, you see all different demographics. Mm-hmm. Everybody comes out now. And then some, some dude with sunglasses on a bandana, a cholo tie. He's like, hmm, he's doing this. This would have been a role we both would have been in in the 90s. You realize this, right? Fuck, yeah, right. man. You're right. Essay. Just stroking the beard. Yeah, just like I'm reaching for my, my chin. Like, yeah. <laughs> and um, I have the final fight is one of my scenes as well. You know, my daddy used to say, every man's got a devil. And you can't rest till you find him. What happened back there with you and your girlfriend? I cleared that building. Hell, nothing in this town happens without my say-so. But it was sparse. It was sparse, but... The I'm gonna give you the th- the line of I'm gonna give you the thing I want to hold on anymore. All of uh, Sarah's pain. Mm. I mean, I'm um, Shelly's pain. Sorry. Yeah, that's cool. 
But then he falls and gets impaled, and you see blood coming through the gargoyle's mouth. That it's seems funny. Yeah. It's, not, it's pretty dope. And also, he's talking a little shit there, too. All right, son, time to die. <laughs> I was like, fuck. <laughs> Do you have any scenes that kind of stick out for you? You kind of went through, like, the best ones. <laughs> There's a few that are good. You went through the best ones, though. Um, If, if I'll throw in, like, honorable mention, I, I think the... Uh, it's rough. Mm-hmm. Because it's also the scene where he probably got blicked off. <laughs> oh, I know, Jesus I know. Christ. That's... I think that I think it may have been an alternative take because you're seeing kind of the extent of his powers. Right. Because he's getting shot in the hand and all of that shit. Um, no, it's not the scene where he got blicked off. But uh, the, the, the whole heroin scene, get him over, and basically pretty much everything, each one of the death scenes is good. But the one with Fun Boy, because Fun Boy seemed rapey. I mean... It's like, this nigga gotta go. They did, like... But he seemed the rapiest of the rapies. <laughs> Because he has, like, a gun tattoo going to his dick. Yeah, that is rapey. He did say something funny, though. When he shot him in the leg, he's like, man, you got shit all over machines, man. And he just <laughs> passes out. That was kind of cool. Um, There was one kind of funny micro scene. Is when he pops up Batman style at Albrecht's house. And he's like, huh, you're still wearing your hat. Because he's, like, in his, like, boxers and his T-shirt. He's like, oh, right. <laughs> just take that off. That's sudden... The Crow? Yeah. Damn, did they, did they never had a crossover. Batman and the Crow? Yeah. I mean, I think two I don't think companies. they ever had a, cro- a crossover. That's fucking wild. A Crow's over. Don't do that. No. All right. They could have done it, bro. Could they? They should have. Mm, yeah. I should write something. I would like that it. the Spectre and the Crow. Ooh. Yeah. That'd be dope. Sandman and the Crow? That'd be dope. You just go straight dark with that'd it. That'd be dope. That's too, that might be too, too dark. Uh, So, Legacy. So, let's, let's, let's wrap up on that. Mm-hmm. Where does this fall at for you? Like, is this a movie... In terms in terms of this, by legacy, I mean, how often do you feel like you need to dip back into watching this movie, like, in terms of rewatch value? It's so dark, to be honest with you. It's a dark movie. It, when you try to have balance okay. in a movie, I don't think it necessarily has good balance to some degree. But it is a good movie still. It's a very dark movie, yes. Yeah. Um, the characters are 90s... 90s cliches. Are, yeah, 90s cliches to some degree. So yeah, it's still, man, we're fucking high, man. It's still man. good to watch, but then when, you know, they bring in the crow and his shit, it's just like, oh, shit. Like, you know, like, this character's like some badass motherfucker. I, it's a movie I can go probably every every watch every seven years. Yeah. Because that's dark, too. Seven years bad luck, yeah. man, yeah. I can see that. Because some of the dialogue is so fucking bad. It's aged. I'm going to, well, not even that. What the shit? I hate when that's said in movies. <laughs> or, this is like when they uh, do those clean version of movies. Yeah, it's just like that. So when Skank gets hit by the car and shit, and then the guy gets out, like, you hit my car, you butt dick. And I was like, hold on. Mm, mm, mm. Or um, it was one, like, you know you got to have this chase scene, because this is in the same sequence. You got to have the chase scene. Where the other police are kind of seeing like the car is just speeding, mm-hmm. and I think that was miniatures, by the way. I could believe that. So it's cheaper. The black guy, that's the police officer that's driving. He, you know, he looks like a corny news weather report guy. Mm-hmm. And the white guy, he's like, "Yeah, man, he can barely call this stuff creamer these days. Man, this shit's terrible." So he's trying to drink his coffee, yeah. and he's like, "What the shit?" Peels off, and the guy like pours all the coffee on. He's like, "Ah!" 
was like, it's 90s, this bro. Is terrible. It's fucking 90s, man. Look, Robocop 2 came out in like 1991. When did, you know what I gotta ask? Go ahead. When did Demolition Man come out? Now that I think about it. I think that it. was 93 or 94. Because I remember that thinking like. That's a great movie. This movie's awesome. So, Robocop 2 had one of my favorite lines, and it's a moment in great black exploitation. Which one is that? They about to kick somebody ass. <laughs> you know what? If we're going to talk about. Why did they have one of those? Why wasn't that black guy in the crow? First off, you know who no one talks about? What? Give that man his flowers. The chief from Beverly Hills Cop. Yes. The black dude. That's the archetype. That fucking is one of the most funny things I've ever seen. The girl face does a great impression. She's like, I got the commission all up my you high. <laughs> and she goes down the whole fucking thing. And I was like, yo, because that's the archetype. She's perfect. She's um, perfect. Because uh, Sergeant Reed was almost that in RoboCop, but he played mm-hmm. a little bit too dignified. Yeah. I want someone that's talking cash shit to me. Look, Foley. I had enough of your shit. <laughs> I'm a fire ass. Shit always goes back to Eddie Murphy, bro. Well, that, that, that's what you're talking about, though. From yeah, the yeah, it does. It's fucking great, though. I mean, I feel like if they were to reboot Beverly Hills Cop, Alex Foley should be in that role. You sure? Because he could just riff. He's old as shit now. He's almost, He's 60. Right. So, Beverly Hills Cop, I don't know who, I don't know who young comedians are. DC mm-hmm. Young Fly, I don't fucking know. I'm just, you, you're in Beverly Hills Cop, right? Mm-hmm. I'll be in it. It's just you like this and shit? <laughs> you have no facial, you just got like a mustache, just a huge mustache? Oh, no. <laughs> We're just going to recast your Eddie Murphy movie. You had the goofy on from fucking... <laughs> from Golden Child. From Golden Child. And it's like, wait till we get to the clumps. It's just going to be me. Oh, it's going to no. be my body you photoshopped onto it. You and Marlon Wayans. So <laughs> I just want to see you as W. Hills guy. You're like, relax, old Foley. <laughs> <laughs> and he's Sergeant Foley. And you're just like, look, man, I, I got to bust Torres because, you know, it's always some mm-hmm. ridiculous racially bullshit. Yeah, of course. And, and we just have your man saw in the role of Torres because he's racially ambiguous. <laughs> it's like, oh, they're Filipinos. Like, I'm really from here. They're Filipinos. Like, all right, we're still doing that, I guess. And he, just Eddie Murphy gets to do um, the guy. He gets to do all of the, that would the work. sergeant. That would fucking work. Because it would just be him doing shit because he that that's, the, that's the stage of his career he's in. Shit, that would work. But you or know? you get Jerome Fowler. It's just like you were all, you were you were Prince Hakeem's son. So now you're going to be Eddie Murphy's uh, Axel Foley's son. Beverly Hills Cop Four. No. A new Beverly Hills. Cop. No, we're not going to. We got to go back to the crow. It's Fuck a trap version awful. of uh, no, no, no. Like Faltem- Harold Faltermeyer. No, no, no. You going? You went for it. Yeah, you went all the way for it. Might be a podcast of us remaking movies. No, we want to do casting that. couch. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> absolutely not. Well, not what you told me before we went on air. So, where can he <laughs> find you, Tron? You know, Torn Matthews, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Torn Matthews underscore F on Twitter. Torn Matthews Instagram. I don't post shit. I'll follow you though, for Man, sure. That's great. You're an awful person. Uh, look for the podcast. Uh, let's watch it again. We're on all the major podcast platforms. Um, check out. Um, we got about, what, about 10 podcasts on there, stuff like that. We got uh, things like uh, Scanners, uh, just movies, Scott Pilgrim, Turtles, Robo, not RoboCop. We should do RoboCop. We do. We do have to do that. Yeah. We didn't give the Crow a score. I just remembered that. Oh, yeah. What, what are we giving the Crow? What's the score? Out of 10. I'll give it a seven and a half. That's That's fair. Probably about a seven and a half for me as well. I, you know what? Seven, because I, I hated that relationship. 
and, and the girl. And the girl. You know what? Rob hates women. The only woman I like in the movie is Bai Lang. Whoa, whoa. The only work whoa. woman I like in the movie is Bai Lang. You can't go there. I hate white women. How about that? That are in this fictional Detroit city mm. in 1994. That's fair. I'm oh, all Lord. about women of color. Go Bai Lang. See? I like it. See, I redeem myself? I like it. Decent. No, they just sucked. Uh, that's what it was. <laughs> and I, you know what? The mom is fine too because she's a recovering addict and she's a single mother. Right. It's hard. It's hard out here. It's hard out here. And sometimes you got to do heroin or morphine. Get hooked up with the wrong guys. And another thing that was fucked up when she's <laughs> leaving, right? When after all of this shit happens, they're like, "Ha ha, Darla, have a good night." Like the people that are working there, it's like mm-hmm. she could have been getting raped or something. Y'all pieces of shit. Yeah, they don't care. Yeah, Damn, but he liked awful. the kid though. He did like the kid, the bartender. Another strike against him, because he said she never has to pay when she comes in. She always gets root beer. Yeah, I remember this movie a little too well. You do. It's an Aquarius Revenge movie. Let me live. So you can find me, Lord Lee MTR, on the tweets and on the gram. Uh, subscribe to this podcast, and until next time, um, just remember it doesn't rain all the time. <laughs> That's the tagline for the movie. What is it, really? It is. What? It was just so. I was like, what? Do you, know, do you know the name of the band? No. No. Brandon Lee's band is called Hangman's Joke. No, that's it. I got an idiotic memory on this thing. You remember the shit out of this movie. Yeah. Bye.